run for the bus, I'll yeah, never be caught dead. No, the would, run for the bus me. and a Chili's bottle. <laughs> Wouldn't be caught dead. No. You know those tinned? No. The what? The Chili's bottle. Oh, you you wouldn't be caught dead with the Chili's bottle. I wouldn't. Be oh, you're a plastic queen. Bottle. No, she's a single-use plastic queen. I'm <laughs> I'm more of a yeah, more of a single-use plastic queen. But like, I'll refill my plastic bottle. Do you know what I mean? But that's already that's uh, bad for you. It goes toxic after like seven yeah, years. But everything's toxic these days. I was going to say, supposed to be really really bad. Yeah. Apparently, it's cancerous. Well, everything's cancerous. Yeah. At this Apparently, stage. Eat, someone commented on my YouTube saying, you know, you shouldn't eat an egg a day because it gives you cancer. And I was like, I, are, I already quit smoking. Fuck off. Oh, yeah, like I'm leave me alone. Enough. You're not allowed to eat eggs anymore? No, not allowed to eat eggs. I don't know how to do your do your intro. Maybe you can introduce yourself. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we the, need a The Billy Mr. Man. Billy Bonzari. Live. Live. <laughs> what what everyone studios. was waiting for. Yeah. Everyone's been waiting for this. Oh, guys. Love. Cheers, girlies. <laughs> Cheers. So, introduce yourself. Go on. Hey, guys. <laughs> my name is Billy Bonzari, and this is my first ever podcast. And I'm so happy to be here with the girlies in a stunning studio. We're having wine. They got me flowers. And yeah. We're just going to have a stunning chat. We're going to have a stunning chat. We already had quite a stunning chat. Yeah, we could have used all that chat for the podcast, to be honest. <laughs> like, we've been just talking absolute shite. There's yeah. too much to get on. Too much to... I'm like on the edge of my seat here because I'm like, I just need to know everything about Billy. Like... Oh, guys, I hope I deliver now. <laughs> no, you will. Can I first just ask, Bunzari? Yeah. Tell me. Oh, my God. Did you ever see the clip from The Late Late Show? No. Oh the cliff. It's so funny. Oh, the, the Specify. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd be on the session and I'm like sitting out someone's back garden at like 8am and I'm like, guys, look at this. So like Ryan Turbot, he was like, uh, Billy, uh, Bonzari, that's a very exotic name. Where are you from? And I was like, walking down. And he was like, what's the story with the name, right? So basically when I was like 17, 16, 17, I was on the phone to my friend Yasmin and I was like, yeah, I was like, I really need a stunning name. Do you know, like, if you want to do your bits, you need a gorgeous name. And she course. was like, yeah, for sure. So I had, remember iPod Touches? Of course. It was like before iPhones were, yeah, the, yeah. were the T. And I had like in my note section. So it was like Billy. And then I was obsessed with Freddie Mercury. So his real name was Bulzara. His real second name okay. was Bulzara. So I had Billy Bulzara written down. And I was like, oh, what about Billy Bulzara? And she was like, Bulzara. And she was like, yeah, like, it's it's nice, but it's not the one. Mm. And then just as I said that, Aziz Ansari came on the TV. And I was like, what about Billy and Zari? And she was like, mm, like same, not the one. And then my eyes went blurry and the two names just kind of merged <laughs> into one. And an angel appeared in the sitting room and just said, Billy Bunzari. And I swear to God, I was like, Yasmin, Billy Bunzari. And she was like, girl, that is the T. So I changed it on Facebook. And that was like over 10 years ago. Oh my God. Because yeah. I only know you as Billy Bunzari. We both do. Yeah, yeah. I fully thought that was your second name. Like, Yeah, no, everyone does. Can we Can we know the, the real? What's the real? Are you going to reveal? I will not say it on a podcast. I'll okay, tell you fair, guys. fair, Yeah, fair. I'll tell you guys when we're not recording. Oh, oh. is it something really normal? Like, It's it's funny. It's, yeah, is it normal? Yeah, it is. It's like, mm, like I could be, I could deal in like livestock. Right. Right. Okay. Do you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like horses that, or something. It's mm. oh, the big secret. Yeah. Mm. I'll, Never. Tell you, I'll tell you guys when the Yeah, yeah, I'd love oh, okay. to know. Little secret know. just for us. But, I'd love to but know. But guys, honestly, I think like the like the overriding thing for me is like you can literally like like I am Billy Bunzari. Do you know that kind of way? Like it's it's something that I became, like it's something that I just kind of proclaimed for myself and yeah. totally became. And I think that's really magic. Yeah. yeah. No, that's I'm like obsessed. a key mom. Yeah. Or I keep saying key mom. Key mom. Yeah. Okay, I don't you, really should, mean... you should change it to key mom. Key yeah, mom. I should. You mom really I should. Guys, I don't have one. Oh, baby. We'll get there. We'll get there. Smi I like... Smiley O'Reilly. Oh, give me a break. No. Um, but like... but did you say you're on the late late? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For what? Well, so I did a reality show when I was like 23. No, 21. Salon Confidential. Confidential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we know it. <laughs> oh, guys, we I want to know about it. I think it's still on the player. And sometimes I'm like, well, I just sit down and do a whole binge. But like, I'd actually die of cringe. And I was so much skinnier. So it made me really upset. But it was hilarious. It was like my dream. Like, do you know, when you're like a kid growing up and watching like Big Brother and all these reality shows, I just used to think, oh, my God, that's my life. Like, I have to do a reality show. And then I did. And it was it was actually amazing. And like, what was the storyline? The storyline. So basically it was like all hairstylists and barbers, 
did we have a tattoo artist? No, it was just hairstylists and barbers. And they put us in this like pretend salon called Salon Confidential. And then they sent in like people with like problems or issues. And basically we would all kind of like talk about it and kind of come up with like a resolution or whatever. Okay. So it was just kind of. So the mental health. They'd be the going in with the mental aspect. health. Okay. That's exactly yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It was just playing on the relationship that like hairstylists have with their clients. Okay. Because I was a hairstylist for six years and like I lived for it. Like I absolutely loved it. But it was just being with people and like, you know, developing relationships and like mm. you really end up caring about these people. Apparently, yeah. hairdressers, it's the happiest profession in the world. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, no. Apparently, hairdressers are the happiest in the world and the least happy are nurses. Oh, uh, well, that. that's no but surprise. Like, yeah, oh, but very, wiping arses. No. Mental health. But like, no, and not getting paid for it as well. Exactly. Like, at is, least... that, is that true? Hairstylist? I've heard that. Now, it's I think. so interesting. And also, the only profession that's recession proof is a barber. Oh? Yeah. Okay. Which is well, mad yeah, like, because think I, about, I think. I thought always that... need their hair done. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh my God, that was at the, the salon group that I used to work for. That was one of their like taglines in the like recession. Because obviously it was such, you know, there was such conversation around like the business and everything. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys used to always say, and it's in fairness, it actually is a bit genius. He used to always say, well, ladies always have their hair done. I'm like, that's fucking the tea. Yeah, that you is know? that yeah. is the tea. It's like, like, I can't pay my bills, but I will have my hair oh, done. Yeah. Like the, my mom calls like the even the little L ones. They're like, is it the purple brigade? Brigade? <laughs> oh, you the know? blue rinse brigade. Yeah, you know, with the like the tinted blue, like, do you the know dirties. what I mean? So like the, at any age, you'll be still be getting your hair done. No, so absolutely. You'll have, but like, what made you I loved it. No, change I did. it. I loved it. Change your profession completely. Yeah, I, do you know what it was COVID like? Really? Yeah, it was 100% COVID because like I was in this kind of like, I was doing it for six years and you're just totally like, you know. Burned out. Yeah. And like when you kind of take a break from that, like I totally kind of reassessed everything. Mm. And I was just like, God, like I do not want to go back to the salon. And I loved it and I had so much fun. Like, but I was just like, that's not, it's just not for me. And I think it was just because I had a break from it that I could kind of see clearly. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. So then I went from my salon to Tropical Popical and that was fucking amazing. Mm. Like it was just the most fun ever. It was just like going in every day, like really, really high energy. All the girls are amazing. I was on the desk. You were just meeting people all day. Having a buzz. Yeah, I think I met you when you were working in Tropical Popical. Am I wrong? Yes. I think, yeah. Remember when we were all just hanging around the street? Yeah, drinking in the lanes. Drinking in the street. Billy would have like (laughs) the speaker and we'd be doing the YMCA. Do you guys remember the disco on the street? Like Like, literally, 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 slide. Not about 40 people going. About 40 people from the age range of like 18 to like. I don't even know. Oh All of it, listening to Billy holding a speaker going, are you ready, guys? I have so many videos. I look back in them oh, all the babe, time. Oh, send me them. Oh, That's I so will. Funny. But like we're in the middle of a lane. Like, we were, no, we were beside Grogan's. Yeah, and Grogan's, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and, there was, and people just kept like joining the our little dance troupe that we had going. Oh my God, it was brilliant. But like, that's why it's just like, everyone will listen to Billy Bonzari. No, he tells you to no. cha-cha slide. You cha-cha slide. But it was such a buzz, wasn't it? Oh, such a buzz. I actually love, like when I look back, like that time was so amazing. Like it actually was. I had a ball. I Did actually had a ball. Post-COVID. Yeah, it was, so, it was because everyone was so willing to meet each other. Yeah. Or like yeah. experience life, I suppose, because we were so locked away. Absolutely, nothing was open. Yeah. Mm. So just like go into the shop, buy four bottles of Prosecco, put them in your tote bag <laughs> and run around the streets. But... <laughs> That was it. Amazing. But like we all would know. That's each how I met Eber no, yeah, on the street. That's how yeah. we all met. Yeah. yeah, is on the streets drinking yeah. a COVID. Sam Irwin and all. Yeah, like you. Oh. I always think about that. And I'm like, what would we do if COVID wasn't a thing? Because like I wouldn't know any of you. Yeah, my life would be so boring. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Awful boring. Yeah, yeah. awful boring. Awful boring. <laughs> and come here, tell me as well. Whenever you changed your profession, where you're just like, I don't want anything to do with that industry. Like, would you have turned to be like on the desk or something? Well, see, that's what I did. So I went from styling in, in a hair salon to being on the desk in Tropical Popical. And then when I was on the desk in Tropical Popical, I was obviously working really closely with Andrea Horan. And she was just always someone who just like kind of had this blind faith in me. Like she always supported me and kind of nurtured me. And she was just obviously a PR queen. Like she worked in Think House. And I was like, girl, that's my fucking dream. Like I really want a PR job. Like I want to do, I want to do it. Like, and she just kind of really helps me kind of get there. And then I went from there to Think House. So, it was just all kind of a whirlwind, like within a few months. 
and I'm so lucky. Like sometimes I'm in work and I'm just like, how the fuck did I get here? Like, do you know, like I just really, I'm so grateful for the people that I've met along the way who like really, really helped me. Mm. Um, Which is very like uncommon. Like you can't just like switch that quickly. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel really lucky. And I feel like the thing about Dublin is like, and like obviously there's so many of our friends who are in London or, you know, New York or even fucking ugh, Dubai or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely grotesque Viola Davis, like not for me. But do your thing. You know, I love all my immigration girlies. But like, and I totally get that because like Dublin is a fucking company, you know, for profit. It's not a place for young people, for queer people, for our age group to mm. really do their thing. But like, the thing about Dublin is I just feel like it's such a magical place because like you can like, look up to people and really admire people and then they become your friends mm. yeah or they mentor you you know yeah. that kind of way you can bump into someone fucking on the side of the street and develop a relationship like it's a magical place in that sense because i don't know other cities i don't know if it's like that anywhere else yeah london definitely isn't like that in london no. you just meet the other irish people mm. um, yeah. but they're not as open to like meeting and helping each other Maybe yeah. it's more rat racy. Yeah, yeah. It's very. I find like it's like oh, you're Irish. We sh we must be friends. Mm. Yeah. Like we have to be friends. Yeah. But it's like oh, like you lived in London longer than me, so I can't say shit. But like I guys, did. I remember when you guys lived in London. Oh my god, the stories, <laughs> the close friend stories. I remember. I remember saying to Sam one time, I was like, I'm really worried about the girls. <laughs> dark time it, it was. was a really dark oh, time my god no it was and Sam, Sam was like what do you mean really I was like like are they okay <laughs> like should we go over there and like like drag See? them out of that fucking apartment and be like you girls are coming home the hell hell apartment sorry with the, with the LED lights it made for a good story oh, oh no. no get your life do your thing it was iconic like it was iconic sharing a bed like sharing, sharing a, bed. a bed were you guys in the one bed yeah, yeah. One bed. like in the one bed that's how you do a sleepover properly yeah it was we're... probably like 2,000 pounds a month or something like it was 850 pounds was it yeah, yeah. with it each girl no all together all together that was yeah. fucking amazing but like my next room after that was was stunning uh, with an ensuite and it was 850 pounds mm. that's fucking gas we yeah. did get kind of conned though we did get conned our our yeah. alcoholic roommate was actually stealing our rent so she didn't have to pay hers yeah, yeah. <laughs> typical typical yeah exactly but like we the amount of like parties that we we fit like what like 30 people in that room yeah, like yeah. ridiculous mm. like I wouldn't change it for the world oh no absolutely but not. I would never go back no. if my life depended on it <laughs> I wouldn't go back but that's amazing though do you know like yeah. that's fucking it was just gas like mm. you know just one of those gas periods that you're like what the fuck was and we had to try to do the emigration thing yeah for sure test the waters yeah I'd love to I really would I'd love to like I don't know I think if me emigrating I think it'd be just like a three week holiday mm. do you know I'd have a going away party Oh, of course. Do you know? You oh, it's all for the celebration. I oh, loved yeah. the whole, I'm coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The attention of I was it over every weekend. The like, attention honey, of I'm it. home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, feel bad for you. I'm going away for three weeks. Like, well, sure. I only went away for a while. like two months. It was six weeks, six, I think. Six weeks. And I was like, I'm moving <laughs> was it? to London. It felt like longer though. It yeah, felt like longer. It was because, because it was COVID. COVID. Yeah. 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 So like, and we also did get COVID within that and like had to like camp out in our Skaggy oh, room. That was horrible. Oh, it was awful. But also, Billy, we wanted to know, are you single? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And Chronically single. <laughs> because no, a, a lot of honestly. my friends now, I have a gay friend, you know? I have a, no. I have James, a gay friend. James Cobb said, uh, his his dry cleaner, this lovely like inner city Dublin lady, uh, was like to him, uh, oh, uh, I have a nephew now. And, and, He's real out there now. He'd be real like you now. Real out there. Do you know? And I just thought, that's fucking it. Like, that is it. And you're like, just call me a faggot. Like, it's fine. I don't mind, Mary. Do you know? Like, show me a picture of him. Do you know? But real that, that, out it's, there. It's, yeah, real out there. Real out there. Oh, he's very out there. You just wear mm. all the mad clothes and all. Do you know? 
That was that fine, wasn't it? Well, oh my God. It's, I just found that any of my friends who are gay, they do emigrate because it's impossible to find anyone here. Even mm. my sister, who's just come out as a lesbian. And obviously when you just come out, it's like you're experiencing your love life for the first time. Yeah. And she's just going insane, being like, I wish I was straight. Really? Yeah. She's like, because there's no one. Mm. God, that's so interesting. Because I don't know. I feel like it's a bit about like, I've, I've had so many fucking mad experiences and like, you know, like being with people and it's just like, oh God, like I'd never introduce you to Anne Bunzari. Do you know? She's an icon though. Oh, I know queen. all about Anne Bunzari just from your stories. I'm like, she is a queen. Yeah, like, like, I'd be sending them to everyone being like, look at this glam bitch. Like, honestly. Yeah, she's, she'd be like, William, after being in Dunn's on George Street and there was this young one. Now, she didn't say anything to me, but she was really smiling at me. I think she knows me from your stories. <laughs> That's probably fucking me. I'm like, 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 that could be anyone. Like, or like, I'm on a night out and someone just comes like, I love your mom so much. And I'd be like, you know, you're locked. I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much. <laughs> We'd have like an hour conversation about my mom. But um, no, like you do. I think it's a bit about like, and then I've had crazy experiences. I'm like, oh God, this place is a hellhole. And do you know, like I'm never going to meet anyone. But then I also have like, there's so many people in my life and queer relationships who just like have the most gorgeous relationships and they're like really nice mm. examples of healthy loving relationships so I don't know I think it's I don't think it's a geographical thing I think it's just what you're kind of what's in your soul and what you put out there you get back yeah I definitely have like I'm closed off to a lot I think mm. but um yeah I think it's case by case yeah Do you know suppose, yeah for sure yeah for sure but like like at the moment like have you gone on any ma- like mad dates or anything that you can tell us I went on a date one time and like, oh guys, I swear when I think about this, it actually makes me so, oh, like, because it was amazing and he was such a fucking ride. Do you know you're just so into someone? Yeah. So we went to a bar and like, we we're just, do you know just like dying to go home? I was yeah. just like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And he was like, we're going to go home. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I was like, oh my God, amazing. <laughs> 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 do you know, like grab my coat. <laughs> and then this girl arrived and like he bought the three of us a drink and then she bought the three of us a drink and then I bought the three of us a drink and I was kind of like, when the fuck is she fucking off? Like, do you know? Oh no. And then he was like, right, let's go. And we all stood up and I was like, what's going on? He was like, oh, she's going to come back with us. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do the other. And I was like, honey, no. Oh my oh, God. Girl, no, that's not the tea. Like that's not pour moi. Do you know? Oh my God. Yeah, of yeah, I'm not yeah. having a menage a trois with a girl. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And he was like, come on, it's going to be amazing. I was like, babe, no. That's like my, that's my funniest little dating experience story. Um, But no, like I've had really positive experiences and I've met really, really lovely people. Yeah. But like, I don't know, I haven't found the one. Are you on the apps and all? I am on the apps. On the apps. And what would your dream partner be now? Oh, okay. I have this thing, guys. And I swear to God, the last three boys I've been with I swear, it's, I'm manifesting, manifesting yeah, queen. Yeah, manifesting queen. I swear, right? <laughs> so I have this fantasy, right, that he's from Galway. Oh, obsessed. You love, they love. have a lovely melodic accent. Babe. It's so nice mm. to just the ears. Just their soul, they're just so kind of like easy going, but like, <laughs> oh, I don't know what it is. I just have this fantasy. He's from Galway. Yeah. Uh, Like, good job. Like, you know, up in Dublin doing his thing. Has a lovely place maybe in like one of the three oars. Mm. Rat Mines, Ranala Rakar. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. I'm adding that one to my list. No, girl, it's not in one of the three oars. You're done. It's not for what? No. I just love. So yeah, he's from he's from Galway, and like maybe works in advertising because I feel like you know we could talk or like I don't know, just a good job. I know that sounds so silly, but like a Mm. nice job. Loves his job. Really, really nice family. They live in Galway, big, gorgeous house, like kind of near the sea, but in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the weekends, we can pack up the Range Rover. <gasps> Range Rover. And lights on. You love a Range Rover. Do you have a Range Rover? <laughs> oh, no, it's on my dream board now for my laptop screen saver with the L plate, like oh, photoshopped onto it. What yeah. color, babe? Oh, black, of course. Yeah, black, navy yeah. or like gunmetal gray. Yeah. My yeah. mom has a gunmetal gray. Does she? A Range <laughs> she does, Rover? Yeah. yeah, but it's like... It's it's very old, like breaks down every like ten minutes. But Amazing. like, but, like she Tiger still job. looks like yeah, oh big time. But she still <laughs> looks love, like a babe. I love the like nineteen ninety eight Range Rovers, like Posh and Beck's era. Yeah. Oh lord. Oh, they're so gorgeous now because mm. they're like old enough that they're like iconic. They don't just look like an old car. It's kind of like a novelty. Mm. 
anyway, what the fuck am I doing talking about cars? You're getting to a Range Rover <laughs> at the weekend. So we're going to pack up the Range, up the Range Rover, Rover yeah. and we're going to head to Galway and stay in the family home with his mom and dad and like, you know, lock the doors, light the fire. Love. Yeah. A just, little bit of a family dinner or just like oh, a long family, time? Family dinner. Love. Loads of wine. Love. Like I want to be locked talking to the dad at like 4 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> you know, trauma yeah. dumping. Yeah. And then like go for a walk on the beach on the Sunday and then head back to the city that night and like, you know, get our bits ready for the week. Yeah. That's what I want. Oh my God. <laughs> but there's just something Stunning. about Galway boys. I don't know what it is. Like you said, there's a real kind of melodic sensibility. They're musical. They're kind of soft spoken. Yeah. But the last three guys I've been with are all have all been from Galway. <gasps> Oh. So you are manifesting. I'm fucking manifesting it, but we've, we've nothing like nothing has progressed. But like you're in the right direction. Isn't though. that really funny? But That's has it reaffirmed that you do want to go away, boy? Oh, even after one seeing them. Billion percent. Okay, great. Okay. One billion percent. Yeah. I just love it. I don't know. I just love that kind of way. There's mm. just a real way about them, and I just think it's stunning. Yeah. Do you know? Mm. I would never like I like for me. I've never been like I want someone from here. I'm very much so from all eras. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. just like oh, like if they. I don't know. I would never be like, oh, like I want someone who's from Galway or because I don't even think I've been to Galway. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, not, fair. Like... And you're, you're right. I'm, pro- I'm probably like, you know, boxing myself off unnecessarily. But like... But if you know what you want, you know what you want. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I just think there's, so- there's something just so like, such a novelty about someone from the country. Yeah. Do you know I'd what I mean? I'd be the opposite for me now. Oh, honest. no. And I always say, I mean, like I either want someone from like the middle of nowhere or from like Sheriff Street Flats. Yeah. <laughs> like I want his mom to, I want his, I want his yeah. mom to sell me uh, contraband like cigarettes. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I want that kind of relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like knows how to have a buzz as well because like some country boys, you know, they wouldn't know how to have a buzz. Are you basing this off experience or are you uh, guessing? I'm completely <laughs> guessing here now just because I've never, I've never the country boy have you never been with a country boy no I don't you, know. yes hey, you have you for real? yes you have I, no but like I haven't gone out with a country boy have I no you haven't been out but you have oh you know seen a few I've you know seen I mean? okay right but like do you know what I mean I would and never know it wasn't a good experience yeah well there you go oh god I know exactly what you're talking about so there you go so like I would never like do you know the way people are like I want someone who's like tall dark oh yeah and, no I do I want tall dark and handsome for sure really know, deep voice Oh, really? Yeah, Sorry. I'm a total audiophile. Like, and I swear to God, this is such a thing for me. The sound of a guy's voice is my most important thing. Really? Oh, it's my most important thing. I will know. And even like in terms of my friends and stuff, like the sound of someone's voice is just the most soothing thing for me. It yeah. makes me like either be obsessed or like not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, it's either, it's either iconic or chronic. Yeah. Well, if you went on a date and the guy was taking every single box... He was pulling you for chats and like <laughs> everything was perfect. And then you showed up on the date and he was like, hey, how are you? How's it going? Oh, baby. How no. you really? I'd be like, babe, let's be friends. Let's kiki. Like, <laughs> let's go for brunch. Let's do the whole thing. But I'm not horny for you. Like, I'm not. I love That's my, that honestly, it's so my number one much. thing to sound of someone's voice. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's my number one thing. Oh, my God. And have you ever? <laughs> Have you ever turned anyone down just from the sound of someone's voice? Not that I would turn anyone down, but I wouldn't let anything progress further if I wasn't obsessed with the way someone sounds. Mm. That's mad. Now, that's a new one for me. Yes, yeah, I've never heard like sound of their voice. Mm. But like we love a good dub but, accent. That's oh. something for me. I oh, do. You, you oh, do like the dub. And, come on. And see, that's you my thing. That's my thing about like, you know, being from like the heart love of the, the city. Dubs. Like it's such a fucking, oh, it's so sexy. Like. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I, like I completely get the whole, but the, I think it does well with the Galway thing. Like I've, I was like, <laughs> never been with a Galway lad so I don't actually know what they sound like guys who's an example of someone who's from Galway that's like famous like, uh, who could you say who's from Galway oh, like, Connell Connell he's from Cork uh, I don't write him at all Paul no Maskell. neither do I neither no. do I, I he looks like my first Paul Maskell yeah. yeah yeah no he yeah. looks like my first <laughs> I'm delighted from him but I wouldn't be like <laughs> yeah go, yeah, go no. on what about Colin Farrell where's he from Dublin yeah, he's Colin from Dublin Farrell, he's, from, uh, he's a dub he's a stunner <gasps> guys I'm so happy he's getting his flowers like I, I know like I know he's always been like super famous and like yeah. celebrated mm. but like it's just so amazing to see Colin Farrell just really be the moment right now yeah. I know. he is the moment he right really is, is. Moment. and he looks 
Great. He is a dill. He's, so He's fucking does he have Surely. kids? Yeah, yeah, he does. He I, is I a met him dill. with his kids. I met him with his kids. Did you, babe? The, uh, IMC cinema when you I was met like met every famous person <laughs> ever. Oh my I god, Emer, do you know what I was thinking about the other day? What? And I don't know whether, like, this is like a fever dream, and it didn't happen. Oh god, you remember you recorded a single. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Like a full Rebecca Black. Like... Oh, like uh, on out of photo shoot for it. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Gone red? Can we talk about this? <laughs> like, is that not the most iconic thing? So that was my present when. Yeah, uh, like your tenth birthday. That was like my tenth birthday present, and to celebrate the release of the album, which I thought was going into HMV. No, yeah, no, I did. Yeah, oh. I asked. I, I was like, when is this going into uh, the shops? And my dad was like, no, no baby. baby, no, There's no play. Like, do you know, like the cover of an album. Do you know the yeah, way yeah. you, you like some like CDs? They'd have like a picture on it. Yeah, yeah. My dad got the like cover of the photo shoot printed into the CD shape. No. To cover so, all oh, so iconic. No, and then I got a pink Hummer. Now this oh is before the. I'm actually this is like every little girl's dream come true. Yeah. I always wanted a pink Hummer. No, yeah. I love one now. Like. Oh, oh, girls, like, we should get. Remember the monkeys? We be like, that's get the monk's Hummer. I. I'm like, who the fuck is the monk? But like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm, I'm, that's the monk's Hummer. <laughs> Gangland, like, like. I would love to do that again now, but like he also got us alcohol-free prosecco. Now this was Obsessed. before the recession, no seco, girls. No seco. Of course, Celtic Tiger job. Yeah. Of course, like oh, yeah, yeah, booming. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got. Do you, do you remember Owen Quigg? Uh, yeah, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Owen Quigg was on my birthday cake. No, <laughs> his face is on my birthday cake, celebrating my CD. So I sang um, Miley Cyrus. Course, I sang. Uh, sorry, the climb. Oh my God. Sang Nobody's Perfect, Hannah Montana. Sang Taylor Swift, You Belong With Me and Kesha TikTok. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is fucking... Girl, like that's the most... like I think that's the most iconic thing I've ever heard. Mm, it's yeah. so and iconic. And like each year I get less and less embarrassed about it. Like I couldn't. When I turned like 14, I was like, Mom, you can't tell anyone about this. Like every time we had people over, she was like, will we put on Emer's CD? And I'd be bawling. I'm like, no. Oh. Like literally ripping my own hair out. But now I'm like... Oh my god, I'd love to hear a bit of that now. Like, yeah, no, you know girl, put it on Spotify. But like the picture of the album cover is me with like half of my guitar face oh, yeah, showing. The guitar. the guitar is like like half the guitar is <laughs> covering my face, and it's a pink sparkly guitar because Miley Cyrus was seen with the pink sparkly guitar, so I had to have a pink sparkly guitar. So you full on did like a photo shoot and everything. Oh, full on photo oh, shoot. Like I'm sorry, that's so iconic. Isn't it just the best? But like I wish that um I could I appreciated it as much as I would now. Like. Yeah. I'd love that now. Oh, I'd fully love to do that now. <laughs> um, but like, babe, please do. Like, we'll all download it. We'll all. We'll start a GoFundMe. No, I, mean, do. <laughs> I, I did have, I had this freestyle rap on YouTube called Pussy. <laughs> and, when I, <laughs> and when I started in Think House, I was like, I have to delete that from the no! internet. No, guys. No! I swear, I was like, and I couldn't. It was some. It was a YouTube. It was a YouTube account that I. It was literally I made it in like 2012 or something. So like I didn't remember any of my passwords, and I was like sweating in my house. Like I have to fucking delete that from the internet. <laughs> it's gonna be so awful. I was like, I was out with my friends, and I was, I was just like slagging Nicki Minaj. I was just like everything, like everything's just pussy this, pussy that. I was like, what the fuck, like is going on in the world? And then I just fully started rapping and my friends video recorded it and I put it up on, on YouTube and I was like, you know, this is my new single. Like, I'm going to come out and like bring out a mixtape and it's over for you hoes. But like, I was only messing, obviously. Yeah. But then people started to be like, oh my God, Billy, like sing your song, Pussy. Like we'd be at like 21st or 18th and I'd be like, give me the fucking mic. <laughs> so then it kind of did become a kind of a single that I had. <laughs> I swear. Would you and, give us a little verse? No, girl, I, girls, honestly, I don't even remember. It was like, uh, pussy, pussy from London in the UK, pussy so fresh, pussy not gay. Like, I was just talking absolute gibberish. <laughs> like, like, nonsensical shite. And it went on for like three minutes. I'm oh, obsessed, no. Like, the man was on a bad man thing. <laughs> like, I just fully was like, in my fucking zone. <laughs> and then it was so funny. And like my friends, we talk about it and like go into our WhatsApp group every like two years. We'd be like, ha ha ha, remember this. But then I was like, shit, I have to delete that. And then I couldn't, I couldn't remember my passwords for anything. And I was like, I'm going to have to write to YouTube and like tell them, please take this out. I was trying to report uh, like abuse. Like the lyrics are so offensive. In this. <laughs> and then I just checked to see if it was still there. It literally plagued my life. But that's the nearest I got. But I really would love to come out with an album. Oh my God. Mm. And like, uh, sorry, as I was in the car so yesterday, 
was it yesterday and I was in the car and uh, I was just in the car or whatever and then like uh, Vogue came on and I was like oh speaking of Vogue uh, Billy Manzari's on the podcast tomorrow like you remind me of like Madonna yes. Kylie everything I love how that is like your thing oh my god because every time I listen to Kylie Madonna now I think of Billy Mazzari. I know. It's like a homosexual who's obsessed with Madonna and Kylie. <laughs> Absolutely groundbreaking. But I don't know why you doing it is just so much better than anyone no, else. No, do you know what it is? And even like just being a DJ, and I know that sounds so cringy, but it's like, like think about all our friends and like our group and like everyone's just crazy for techno. Yeah. And it's like, I just live for the gay shit. Mm. Like I have to be on my gay shit. Like yeah. Madonna literally like, I'm going to see her in Antwerp in October. And like, I swear to you, I'm going to combust. Like, <laughs> I would love to see a video of that. Like, that's my Not girl. a Billy Bunzari combusting, but like... <laughs> just my reaction to it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring a GoPro. Um, no, honestly, like, that's like, that's my life. Do you know that kind of way? And it's just like pure joy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not trying to be anything. I'm not trying to pretend I'm cool. I'm not cool at all. I never have been. I never want to be. I just want to have like joyous moments. And that's what brings me joy, like yeah. those Aww. girlies, do you know? Yeah. And you're bringing the joy to everyone else. Everyone like else. Well, like, even thing. my I'm mom like... watching the stories. She's obsessed. Oh, your mom was my... a Billy Bunzari follower. Obsessed. Billy Bunzari fan. Like, I literally was like, <laughs> Billy Bunzari's going to be on the podcast tomorrow. She was like, no way. Oh my God, you know who we should have brought? We should have had Anne Bunzari. Yeah, oh, we should have. Oh my God, we really should have. Yeah. Oh my God. Definitely. She fully calls herself Anne Bunzari as well. Like, if me and, if me and Lucy are out on a mad one, it's Monday, and she's like, where the hell is my son? She'll text Lucy. Hi Lucy, it's Anne Bunzari. Are you with Billy? <laughs> <laughs> like, I would cry. I love you so much. She's just the cutest. I love that. Yeah. When did you become a DJ though? When were you like, I'm gonna Oh my god, guys. So I only started mixing in lockdown. Oh. Oh my god, yeah. Like fully. Like every oh my god. So my friend Callum Keach, he ran a collective called Hidden Flux. And like all the boys were like, like kind of housey DJs, and then like we'd have these amazing parties and like this is years ago now. It's when I proper started going out. Like they used to do nights in hangar and stuff like that. It was that era. Mm-hmm. But like they used to have house parties. So it'd be like, you'd be, we'd be all like, okay, there's going to be a hidden flux party on, on Saturday. So we'd all be like at home getting ready. And then you'd get a text at like 11 or 12 o'clock with the location. Now it was always going to be one of our, someone's house. So it wouldn't be like crazy, but we never knew where it was until like the minute before. Mm. And then we just descend on someone's house and just wreak havoc for fucking two nights but they were always the best parties and Callum would always play like Donna Summer or like you know Kylie or something like that and I was just like oh my god this is amazing do you know after a load of fucking techno or whatever it was so I just was always like really really like this is the vibe it just felt really right and then years later obviously in lockdown I was like what the fuck am I gonna do like as much as I loved it like I really did love just sitting at home and literally doing nothing after being in a hair salon, like, all week, breaking your back. On your feet, like, yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. I was just mm. totally fucking chilled. I absolutely adored lockdown. But I was like, I want to learn something. Like, I want to do something to keep me kind of, you know, keep my mind occupied. And I was like, this is my time. Like, I'm going to just fucking bite the bullet and learn how to do something that I've never done before. And I was so mortified for myself, you know? I was like, oh, this is the cringiest thing ever. But I remember texting Callum and being like, hey, like, he has an amazing studio. It was back garden. It's like a full, um, it's like a granny flat, but it's just his decks and his his sound system and everything. Stunning. And he's an amazing DJ. Like he's a total audiophile. He's just, oh, he's so, so fucking like on it. And um, I was like, hey, Callum, um, if I come to your apart, if, if I come to your house every Thursday and give you 50 euro for an hour, will you teach me how to mix? <laughs> and he was like... <laughs> <laughs> Spending my fucking pup, like. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, like, I really want to learn how to mix. And he was like, well, to be honest, Billy, he was like, you spend your whole night in the DJ booth every time we go out screaming. So you might as well actually learn how to mix and, you know, make yourself useful. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's the fucking tea. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. He was like, I won't take money off it. I was like, no, absolutely you will. But um, yes, yeah, so I went to Callum's every Thursday for an hour and he showed me how to mix. I only went three times and then I bought a little shitty mixer, like, to plug into my laptop. And I just kept ticking away. And like, to be honest, guys, I'm sure like people listening to this are going to be like, he's by no means got there yet. Like I'm not (laughs) technically the most amazing DJ by any means. But like, I feel like I'm in my groove. Do you know that kind of way? Like I know who I am and I know what the, I know what the kind of the outcome that I want is. Yeah. And like, it's really been the fucking 
You have a ball. Yeah, like, it's been you the biggest joy. Ball. Like it's like it was like meant to be. Like I feel like when I'm when I'm playing music, I'm just like this is literally what I was born for. Oh, Do you know? Oh, that's so nice. No, but honestly Uh-oh. though, it's like when <laughs> I was like a kid, like I was like completely disillusioned with like my life around me. And I know it sounds horrible because I come from the most gorgeous family. Like I love my parents to bits, my sister, but like I was six and seven out on the road, like playing with my friends and they were just playing football and PlayStation 2. And I just fucking wanted to die. Like I just was like, this is fucking awful. I hate everything. And one of my friends, uh, ma'am, her name is Jean. She was the most amazing woman ever. She was just total. Like, I know you guys think Ambonzari's an icon, but like, Ambonzari's like a mammy, you know? Like, yeah. Jean was like, to me, she was like the coolest girl I knew. She was like a girl, you know, whereas my mom was like a woman. Yeah. And she was obsessed with Madonna. Like, I remember she showed me, like, she had Madonna's um, The Immaculate Collection, and like, she would play me the music and like the Sugar Babes, and she was obsessed with Kylie, and she kind of taught me all that you know yeah and like I'd go over to play with my friend James but I'd be just hanging out with his mom and we would just listen to music <laughs> together do you know that kind of way yeah oh yeah of and course. like music by Madonna came out that single that's like totally daft punk inspired like French house song and I remember Jean collected me from school one day and she was like we're gonna go up to HMB in the square and we're gonna buy music and we're gonna listen to it on the way home and she put the fucking CD in the car and she turned it up all the way and I was literally like transported it was just pure euphoria to me like that was what fucking made my soul dance yeah do you know it wasn't playing football on the street it wasn't playing playstation it was music like so now to kind of have come full circle and to be sharing that with other people and to be getting fucking paid for it as well I'm, yeah I, like, I, get, I get such a fucking buzz when i spend the night somewhere drinking the most amazing margaritas playing songs making people dance and then someone hands me Cash, I'm like, this is fucking nuts. Like, yeah, oh my God. It's just a total full circle moment. And that's just always been who I've been, you know, as a kid. I've just been obsessed with music. And that 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 lovely lady, she was the one who kind of, she was an escape for me. She kind of showed me all that. And I'm just so lucky that. Did that, she know that? That's my Did life. Did you tell her that? Um, She, I think, I think somewhere she, I think somewhere she knows. Oh, that's so yeah, lovely. Somewhere out there she knows. That's fair. I feel a bit emotional. Yeah, say, I'm yeah, getting me. a bit emotional. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she she actually passed away. No. Yeah, no, she did. Oh, she passed go. away. There no, but go. I think she she can she's totally like I think about her all the time. Oh, I actually really do think no. about her all the time. And I'm so lucky. Oh no, to have... I'm looking at her. No, oh, no, 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 no. No, but honestly, isn't that the lesson though? Especially with queer kids, it's like give queer the kids in, a someone. fucking outlet. Yeah, like, yeah. All it takes is one person to give a queer kid an outlet. Mm. Like my parents were amazing, like I said, but like my mom wasn't obsessed with Madonna. Like, you know, yeah. she loved Barbara Streisand and I love Barbara Streisand, but like we weren't fucking vibing over, you know, it's not the same thing, like, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. But like for me, that, 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 that woman, like she gave me, she gave me an outlet and I've, I've, I've followed that kind of uh, passion ever since then. Is and, that your, like, you do want to be a DJ for? Oh, for sure. In future, like, oh, absolutely. that's what you want to be. Absolutely. Like I, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, when I grow up, I just, <laughs> I just want to party and, and share that. Like, I it's so important, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. I did a thing for, I think, it was, I don't even know what newspaper it was. It came out yesterday. It was just this woman asking me, a journalist, she was asking me to give quotes about, like, nightlife in Dublin because obviously it's, there's such a conversation and it can be so negative and rightly so because all avenues have been exhausted and there's no fucking support for the nighttime industry and for clubs and for dance music and for anyone in that f- sector, the government just look at it as hedonism and, you know, antisocial fucking, you know, cesspit where it's absolutely not. It's quite mm. the opposite. Like I've met all my friends from being out at clubs. I've developed a career from being out at clubs. Like it's so important. And I gave a couple of quotes to that, um, to that journalist. But what my kind of take on it is like, Dublin is a really precarious place at the minute. And mm. it is really, really hard if you're in that industry, whether mm. you're a DJ or a promoter, or you're trying to, like one of the drag queens here, you know, like it's really, really hard to like just fucking have a space to start with, you know, to put something on. Like I haven't done a club night in years because I don't feel like there's a venue that I want to do a club night in, you know, that's no, no, no shade to any of the venues who are working their arses off trying to put things on. It really is a funny space, but it's like, you really have to try your best to work within what we have Mm. and, you know, giving out and saying this is shy, that's shy and let's all go to Berlin. Again, support to anyone who does make the move. But like we have to try and work within what we have, yeah, and show people how important it is. Yeah, you have done that though, like with your disco brunches. Yeah, like iconic. One of my favorite nights of 
last year the was a September yeah yeah yeah, yeah was yeah. that was the last one that we did the last yeah. one oh my god yeah. like just the energy everything like that's something that I'd bring my mom to mm. do you oh, know and sure. have a ball with oh, my mom guys the last the last disco brunch we had a group of uh a group of women in there like they were definitely all in their like 30s 40s 50s 60s it was a hands a hands party from like Manchester or something and then you have all the drag queens and then you'd all of us and I just was like this is fucking amazing because like that's what Studio 54 was. That's what disco is. It's like everyone from every background, every age group, every race coming together. And it was like that. It was the fucking tea. Like, yeah, I no. loved it. I really did love it. Brilliant. Yeah. And are you going to do more of that? To be honest, like the, like I said, like I've, I think since I kind of made the switch from like promoting nights to actually DJing, it's just like, I've, it's just been so much on my plate. Like, mm. and the thoughts of actually going about, I'm just being a lazy bastard, but like the thoughts of trying to create something at the moment it just seems very daunting. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. But I, I definitely will for sure. Like I'm working I'm, a full time job as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Girls. Oh my god. What's that like? It's hard, but like I'm totally like RuPaul always says. People always say to RuPaul, uh, "Oh, you're so busy. You know, you're you're doing like twenty thousand reality shows, and you're doing a podcast, you're doing this, that, and the other." And he's like, "Well, it keeps the voices at bay." And like he's been funny mm-hmm. saying that, but it's actually the truth. Like I think if you have if you're busy for someone like me keeps me mentally healthy yeah like, because that's so true yeah I need an outlet like if I'm sitting at home twiddling my thumbs as much as I'm saying oh I loved lockdown like if I'm sitting at home doing nothing I'll go bananas yeah do you know I need to be like working next thing next yeah place, no sleep another club another club yeah mm. love you know? yeah yeah, yeah. But do you know like, what I mean like yeah like uh, that's the thing as well like if you're working loads I feel like uh, once you're in that kind of like zone of working loads like you start to thrive off the like adrenaline of like having something to do all the time. And that's why like for lockdown, like you would always say to me, you'd be like, you work too much mm. in a sense of like, if I'm fucking sick and have food poisoning, I'll she go goes in, into work. I'll go into work. Yeah. Mm. And they're like, she's like, what are you doing? But I'm like, I'm like exactly like my father. Exactly, <laughs> like, exactly my fa- like your father. Exactly like my but father. But you're going to work yourself sick. Yeah. Is that what you're going to do? Exactly. Yeah, that's the point. I think, and I think work ethic is totally genetic. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, yeah. Like completely. You work a lot as seen. well though. Like, cause you're on it. No, honestly, what I do with your fun. content and stuff like. Non-stop. You're, I always think of your, like, like everything that you put out, like that's editing, like filming, editing, mm. like, it's the same thing. You're working your eyes off. Yeah, but at the end, the end product is so like, looks so easy that it doesn't seem like it. And also I'm yeah. having fun while I'm doing it. So yeah. it also doesn't feel like work. You oh, know that kind of sure. way? sure. But it is work. Abs- mm. Like it absolutely is work. Yeah. Like it took me like an hour to do one reel before, maybe two. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> never again will I ever do a fucking reel. <laughs> no, that was stunning. I need more Emo Riley reels. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm pretty sure you were in the reel. Like there was, it was all just like my fun times over the, over the years. But like, I don't know how you do it all the, all all the time mm. because re- I love your reels oh like, they're so oh, dreamy they're just so dreamy I'm like I <laughs> yeah. want to be there yeah <laughs> it's so and the voiceovers yeah the voiceovers so soothing, yeah so guys soothing. this podcast isn't about me We're okay as much as I love it girling. <laughs> so guys say something nice about me <laughs> your tattoos oh my god your album that you released when you were 10 <laughs> Fucking went off I play your cover of the climb at all my sets it's my oh, last song my god. oh my god we need to organize a brunch and play Emer's album oh on God. it. No, let's do a let's do an album launch party. <laughs> like an album. Oh my let's God! Let's do like 1998, like somewhere in London, like you know yeah. that kind of vibe. I'm gonna get own quick. Industry I will get own quick. To go. You will get own quick. I'll get own quick. So to go. can I just tell you just quickly about the fucking story about own quick? So I <laughs> made it. So him. random. So random. Guys, I loved I loved own quick so much. So wasn't he riding Diana Vickers? They were like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to not talk about that? Because that hit hard. Like. Uh, so when I was um, he played a gig in the academy right do you remember Burn in Stilorgan oh my god yeah do you remember Burn oh. so my sister my sister Keelan was just spilled a glass of wine <laughs> we're drinking guys we're drinking no it's so grand um, so uh, you know Burn in Stilorgan my sister had tickets to go see Owen Quigg perform and burn and then it was like a meet and greet and it was a free meet and greet but he was playing in the academy busy man busy man at like what <laughs> 16, 17? Oh like us girl yeah like literally so busy so my babysitter took me to the academy to see Owen Quigg oh, my babysitter awesome. I made him a necklace out of clay <laughs> oh would you stop babe <laughs> 
clay like so i had a chain and i like connected like draw like clay like i made a heart out of clay and it stuck to the two sides this is no word of a lie and um i did like this big scrapbook for him and i'm walking through after the gig is done i'm like am i not gonna meet him like because you know the way like you're at that age where you're like am i yeah yeah what am i not his girl Mm. so i was like to the security guard i like tugged on him and i was wearing this like dress and i like gave him the scrapbook and i was like can you give this to owen quigg and he was like yeah all right and then i waited around and my baby it was like he's he's not gonna come babe like we need to go and i was like no 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 i i think he'll he'll come and then i was walking out i was wearing this big like big sparkly puffy dress like with like pumps and all like and uh, i got a tap on the shoulder and he was like are you the girl that made the scrapbook and i was like yeah and he was like owen quig wants to meet you now uh, no. I, yes. So he brought me up. Oh, I met I'm the so whole family. I met the whole family. All and the he, quigs. he gave me his sweatband. Oh, he gave me a sweatband. What's a sweatband? A, you know the thing you wear, you wear around the wrist. You get them in the clairs and stuff. You know, they're like this thick. Live strong and all. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. No sweat. They're thick cotton, like tails. They're meant fabric. to, like for when you're exercising, you go like that. They're called a sweatband. But like, they're like this thick and they're like, they're made out of like towel. <sighs> You know exactly yeah, what I'm talking know, about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he yeah. gave gym, gym gear, like, gave yeah. me his sweatband <laughs> with an eight ball on it, and went, "This is for you." <laughs> and honestly, the pictures I'll send, Babe, I'll, I'll send them later. Like you sound like like you know those kids that are like kind of just like dreamers. <laughs> But like you She's met, a ma- like OG manifester. Yeah. She was just like, if this is gonna happen, you met on Wiggy recorded an album. <laughs> like, babe, that's gorgeous. I met Ed Sheeran as well. <laughs> it never ends. Uh, I met Ed Sheeran as well. Very awkward. <laughs> very awkward. It was very he, awkward. he stayed in my uncle's house in Galway when he performed. Oh in Galway. Galway, yeah. Galway Guys, Galway. look, Galway trip. Guys, Galway honestly, I'm not being podcast. bad. If I like if I literally if I if I bumped into Ed Sheeran in Gays Bar, I wouldn't even look up him. <laughs> I wouldn't even know it was him, to be honest. Sorry to this man. If he stood in front of me, I wouldn't know a thing. Oh. No, I literally, I wouldn't give a fuck about it. Yeah, yeah to be honest, like, God love him. God love him. Only Best you get a face mother him. could love, like. <laughs> no, I'm only messing. That's so mean to say. But like, do you know the way people, like, like there's celebrities that like, wouldn't be like the best looking and I'm not about looks but like they're like oh my god I like I'd love to like marry him like mm. he's so hot and I'm like you only like him because he has a good voice am mm. I right or am I yeah, wrong yeah yeah you're overcompensating for, some, for mm. something there do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think anyone wants to marry Ed Sheeran no, D- no. do you not think even so? that money hungry honeys like mm. I there's not enough do you know I'd rather Stuck my little my little chap from Galway <laughs> <laughs> no it was painfully awkward when i met him i actually genuinely there's a video of it i wanted to die what I, were you doing where did you meet him i met him at the, at the o2 backstage because my friends like, <laughs> see again <laughs> these things this manifesting queen. yeah yeah but the thing is like like say for example beyonce could be sitting in front of me like and i wouldn't i you have your people and that's all that matters Would you not give a fuck about beyonce i'm sorry you know oh babe that's i don't fuck with beyonce i don't fuck i fuck with, with, I fuck with her so i fuck with some of the songs yeah mm-hmm. like when people are like she's the queen I'm i love like, some of the gaga songs what the fuck does she know about cameras yeah <laughs> you know that's yeah. your with beyonce like i do yes, fuck with beyonce yes, mu- her yeah. music but like i wouldn't i don't think she'd have much to say either. i think she's a bit simple no <laughs> No, it's the Illuminati. She's a ro. I'm convinced she's a robot. Oh, fully. Oh, fully. That, but like, can you just tell me, like, I not, I don't keep up to date with like the Grammys and stuff like that. She yeah. won a Grammy, th- didn't she? No, so she didn't win Album of the Year, and there's absolute because Harry Styles won. But oh. you put on your, I saw your story, and you said, is there was her album called Renaissance? Yeah, Renaissance. Yeah, and you go, Renaissance was a bit of a flop, wasn't it? I think it was a flop. It was a flop. It was a flop. Okay, it was. Okay, so I think. Okay, why do I think Renaissance was a flop? Okay, I have so many thoughts, and I know people are going to be going nuts because, like, the Beehive, as they call themselves, you know, like that's their queen, and that's so fair, and like whatever. So I think Renaissance was a flop because. okay when i when when a a massive star like that releases an album i want an era like when you think about madonna confessions on the dance floor now obviously Mm. i'm going i'm using madonna but like you know because same could be you could say the same about like uh chromatica for gaga i want visuals 
I want the same fucking hair. I want like the same stylist mm. all to work on it. Like like Madonna, that, that collective kind of 70s Saturday Night Fever inspired, like the kind of strawberry blonde hair and the fucking leotards and the fishnets. And it was disco. Like it's a whole era when you think about that time yeah. in, in pop culture. It's like Madonna was doing confessions. I know exactly what she was wearing. The songs, like it's music videos. It's a tour. And I know the tour is going to be amazing because no one does a concert like Beyonce. I will say that she mm. fucking... Slays on every level. Because you pay enough money for it, to be honest. Yeah, it's like well, 100 quid it's for like tickets. It's so no, expensive. Absolutely. Guys, I spent so much money on Madonna tickets. No, how much? I'm not going to say. Oh my God. Like yeah, really bad? Twice. No, not really bad, but like ridiculous. Yeah, you see, the you thing know? is like I would only spend like no, but that you mon- wouldn't think about money if Miley on like Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. If Miley Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, everyone has a person. Yeah. yeah. Who's your person? <laughs> You don't really have I one. don't have a person. Yeah. yeah she doesn't worship I false gods. I no, yeah. I, no, I don't. No, I don't have fair. a person. Yeah, absolutely. No. Yeah, I kind of use that as a chi- as my like me- coping mechanism in my childhood. I I'd like, be like, that I need a... No, same. I need like someone to yeah. like idolize. Yeah, like absolutely. I am that with like Miley Cyrus, the Joe Bros, the Jonas Brothers. Gaga. Uh, you know, Lady Gaga, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. I like idolize people because like I'm trying to like um, take myself out of my head for the moment yeah, and I'm like yeah, I'll just yeah. do that but you are you're, you're quite deep you write poetry and stuff so like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Very, you know what I mean she yeah. gets it all out on the page and she's like oh I don't need to. it's on your tongue it's, it's literally just oh it just fell oh my god you're so dirty I saw that from the side of my eye but like I don't uh, you know I don't um I would never pay that amount of money just for a concert. Like it has to be mm. someone. Yeah. So in fairness, no, Madonna, for you, yeah, Madonna for me, I would, would I be, really yeah. would. But the Renaissance, I think there was no visuals, there was no music videos. It just didn't have. It was like the album came out and like the songs go off, and she's totally doing the whole like you know, like queer music and like electronic music and like it's disco inspired and it's like go off sis but like it's kind of a new thing for you it's mm. like you've been out you've literally been our lives in our, in our life since for the majority of our lives and now you're just deciding to go queer like oh I don't know I've, I have some thoughts but there's been no music videos there's been no rollout there's been no campaign yeah it's like where is the big album campaign yeah. I want visuals I want like amazing live performances not fucking Dubai maybe yeah, this is a new job bad. for you what? Maybe you should like work in a record label. Uh, yeah. yeah. But imagine I didn't fuck with the artists. Yeah. <laughs> Cancelled. I'd be like, oh babe, no, you can go. Ho- you go home, love. Okay, there's no budget for you, my love. The album's on pause. No, I didn't know. I just, I just think there was no proper album rollout. There should have been an amazing album rollout. There was no visuals. She did Dubai a few weeks ago and then she's thanking queer people at the Grammys. It's like, babe, you took 25 million to perform 11 songs yeah, in, in Dubai. Dubai. Yeah, yeah, that's not And on. now you're like, thank you to the queer community because like literally, you know, fucking made queer music. And that's amazing. But it's like, girl, where have you been? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I just have, I have thoughts. Yeah, I feel like a lot of artists are using that as well. But there's murder because Harry Styles won album of the year and the gays are like, Beyonce should have won album of the year. It's like, well, like, as Harry it Styles was, had a good album. Like, as you know? it was, it's like, all yeah. I think oh, about that it was is an so era. Good. But see, this is what I'm saying. You think, whether you, whether you like, whether you fuck with Harry Styles or not, yeah. you know he had a moment the past he two did. years. He did. The outfits, the mm. tour, the music videos, the fucking songs, you couldn't get away from them. That was a moment in pop culture. Mm. Yeah. Beyonce wrote Renaissance. She had a moment on the dance floors, but she didn't have a moment in pop culture. It wasn't all encompassing. Yeah. So I think it was a flop in that sense. Yeah. No. And I remember. <laughs> I remember to my TED talk. I remember all your the the multicolored. Um, oh my rainbow story backgrounds. Your rainbow story backgrounds. I remember everything you say, like when you're thanking the bus driver in the morning. I'm obsessed. Like it's just my inner. It's it's my friend Dylan in work. Uh, he said there are just streams of consciousness. Yeah. Oh, they're tweets. Yeah, they're like tweets. tweets. My tweets. statuses. Yeah. And yeah. this is actually a question for both of you because, like, I post a, a picture on Instagram or a story, and I'm like, everyone hates me. They want me to shut up and delete it. Mm. How do you guys both go at it? Like, so, like, you both do. You, you do the pink background, mm. and you're you're I'm like a pink background queen. Yeah, yeah, she's a pink one, and she's like just had some avocado. Love. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously no, not. <laughs> Not I never that extent. Said that, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's like, I never saw that. It was whatever. No, but what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. like, and then you could be like, I just had some prawn toast, and like, you don't think I've never had prawn toast. <laughs> 
I don't fuck a prawn toast. But you know what I mean? Yeah, no, they just just don't, a cigarette. You just don't like, how do you not care? Because it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't not, matter. It's literally not real. This is like a therapy session. Come on, give it to me. I don't know. I just don't think too much about it. Yeah. Once you do, then you're like overthinking. And you're like, oh my God, I'm going to lose followers over this. And then I'm going to lose my job. And then I'm not going to be able to support my baby. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm going to lose my house. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. You, yeah, you think, would spiral. You would spiral yeah, out of yeah. control if yeah. you're thinking so hard about uploading a story. Like people... Cl- uh, fucking click past it and don't think about it so mm. why it doesn't matter like yeah. I need to get more on that buzz I have a lot of thoughts in my head <laughs> Dad you said you told me you were like you need to start posting them on your real thing yeah your close friends are so funny yeah, yeah. I have a bit of a buzz that my close friends are I, yeah I love close friends but I don't know I feel like my Instagram is essentially close friends I don't have followers yeah you it's do not, you do I don't have a lot of followers it's well, not like do. I have all these followers and I do all these brand deals that I'm concerned about oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a hot I'm a lukewarm mess mm. And that's my brand. Like, I, like, that's just what it is. It's a just, lukewarm mess. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, it's just me lolling about shit. Like, yeah, but people love it. But I, well, I, I love it and my friends love it. And that's just what, that's you know, so I'm not conscious because it's not like I have a lot of followers. Yeah. So I think mm. that's that's the thing about like, yeah, I it's feel not like, like there's, no, there's nothing to lose. There's nothing at stake. Now, in fairness, like I am conscious because like I saw a tweet the other day and someone was like, regardless of whether you care about this or you know it even, your Instagram is your resume. Oh, oh god don't in, say that in 2023 it absolutely is if you think about it, your instagram is absolutely <laughs> I just, oh yeah, god yikes <laughs> but like it is like because people like that's your that's your platform like that's yeah. what people are looking at like you know yeah and, like, even, that is so true actually no it is it absolutely you is. go let, give me your give me your instagram yeah, yeah, and you have a look in the Instagram, then you're like, "Ooh, they're weird." Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Whether it's in a professional sense, or you're, you know, about to date someone, or yeah. whatever it is, like it's who you're. It's 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 what you're showing to the world, and like I know it's minus chaos at times, but like mm-hmm. that's just who I am. So like I'm not gonna fucking start watching my P's and Q's. <laughs> Do you know that kind of way? Because I've never done that. Like yeah. I wouldn't know how. Yeah, that's so fair. Like I don't think I really post that much anyway. That you would be like, "Oh God," but again, I'd love to start. I'd love to start. I might take some... Uh... Babe, just do like do a little uh, personal task. Be like, okay, I'm going to have one chaotic post up this week. <laughs> like on a story or something? Yeah, or just like... one ridiculous story and I'm going to just bite the bullet and leave it up for 24 hours. until. And then as well, guys, as well. Like, I am not really conscious about what I post, but like sometimes if I'm on a mad run, right, I'm on a mad session and I have all like stories up and then you go to bed and you wake up whatever time, whatever day it is, you do be like, <laughs> story of my life right I'm like oh my god I'm like I can't even look I can't even look but then I think 24 hours gone. it's all gone gone now I'm a serial like real ma I'm on my phone with the one finger the index finger scrolling after a couple glasses of wine because I can't drink out because I have a child yeah, yeah yeah so I'm there on the phone and then I'm like people I've never met before commenting you look absolutely stunning. You're glowing. You're so healthy. Yeah. Get, like, give me the makeup routine, all this. And I, I wake up with like all these likes on comments that mm. I've left on people's thing. But that's kind of nice. Oh, sorry. It? You're leaving yeah, these. I'm leaving the comments when I'm drunk. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm great. You know, I love it though. I love <laughs> that. I love a drunk comment. And I can always tell when someone's had a drink and they're right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, some straight guy and he's like, oh, you look amazing, babe. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, you're locked, babe. I do love that though. No, but like, I kind of do that with celebrities. Like I wrote to Kelly Cattrall one time after like three bottles of Sauvignon. I was like, I love you so much. Like you are my icon. Like I adore you. You are such a boss bitch. And she wrote back, thanks Billy, love heart. Obsessed. I've been doing this for years, guys. Kelly Cattrall. Kelly Cattrall is my Icon of icons. <laughs> there's a, there's a, you love Vanessa Feltz. Oh my God, guys, can we talk about Vanessa Feltz? I know, I, who's this? Yeah, you'd know her to see. Vanessa Feltz. Who's Vanessa Feltz? Vanessa fucking Feltz. <laughs> Broadcast. Icon. British. Feminist. Oh my God, Vanessa Feltz. Did she get everything. cheated on? Yeah. Oh, this what age came is out she? Today, guys, honestly, she's in her 60s. She's, I think she's like similar age to Madonna. She, um, she put up a reel today and I knew something was going on because she's been so quiet on Instagram. Like she is the queen of the reel. Like her whole life, she's just putting up random like <laughs> fucking reels. She'd be like, I'm in Asda now, you know, I'm going to make dinner for my grandkids. And it's like a two minute reel. I'm like, go <laughs> off, sis. I love it. The gays love her. But she's been really quiet on Instagram and then she put up a reel today and she was like, guys, like I'm absolutely devastated. Ben was, um, what did she say? It was really cryptic. 
I've broke up with Ben because I can't be in a relationship once the trust is gone and we're oh. no more. And like my heart, honestly, I absolutely was devastated for her. No. I watched it because you posted on your story, obviously. She's so such I an icon. It. She's such an icon. She used to work for like the BBC. Then she did like Good Morning. Was she on Big Brother? She's a columnist. She did the first ever uh, series of Celebrity Big Brother. She did a nervous breakdown. She was like <gasps> writing with chalk. Oh, she's like, an icon. <laughs> like so much to uncover here for me. Yeah. I would love, I'd love to go dive. on Big Brother. Would you, babe? Uh, guys, I'd love it. Me and Josh St. Ledger were considering going on the oh year they God. had the two people go in at once. But we were going to apply together. This year. Will you apply? Yeah, oh, well, sorry. Sure, I have a baby. <laughs> you have a baby, you can't. Josh St. Ledger's applying for this year. Josh, Is guys, he? I want to talk. Can we talk about Josh St. Ledger? He's coming on the He's podcast. He's coming on the podcast. Oh, my God. I was going to say, what the fuck am I doing here? Josh St. Ledger is... He the moment. is... The, like he's the moment he's the people's prince yeah he's the funniest person I know he's the biggest icon he's hilarious yeah oh my god he's just everything like he's actually everything everything mm. I and think he would be perfect the, yeah he'd be perfect he makes me laugh so much that I can't laugh yeah. so like I kind of go numb I get overstimulated yeah. when I'm yeah. around Josh because I'm like this is so funny mm. so I feel like a Kardashian I'm like you're so funny that is so funny <laughs> but I'm like inside crippling but like I can't express it because you're so funny he's I get hilarious. that with that a lot of people though he's mm. so fucking he's funny. so good but he wants to audition for a big brother I think he sent no, he, he would get in sure. he would I get did in. I went after I did Talent Confidential they wrote to me and they were like oh uh, we're doing it was actually the year that your man Keen the guy from the country the country I think he's from Cork Keen I can't remember his second name he went on and he won it he, Big brother What yeah, yeah 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 Red haired guy Really really sweet Bit mad like proper Like you know He'd be like remember. I'm going to smoke a fag Like if he'd, he'd say fag <laughs> You know Yeah yeah Um, What the fuck That was such a random thing to say Billy He's from the country Anyway He went on it But he was in my little group So we went to uh, Oh god What's that horrible street O'Connell street <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. Can we talk about O'Connell Street? It's ho- so it's horrible. Terrifying. No, but when you cross over to the north side of town, and no, like I'm I used to able. get off at Abbey Street when I lived with my parents, but now when I cross over because I have ballet on off Talbot Street, mm. it's literally like the fucking you apoc- ballet on Talbot Street. Yeah, on pa- Talbot Street, it's sentence. like the apocalypse. It's actually no. people like hell yeah, like getting in your way and all. It's the end of the world. It is. It's, it's the, like zombies. And zombies. Like, I, I know all my I know all my street life girlies. On the south side. Like, I know everyone by name. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love them all to bits. Like, yeah. I stand and have the chats for ages. Mm. But there's something about O'Connell Street. It's like... They're all on crack, I think. Crack is whack. Yeah, crack, crack is, is whack. Crack is whack. Crack is whack. We don't do crack. No, we mm. don't. I make too much money to ever smell crack. <laughs> so let's get that straight. Now, <laughs> there's just something about O'Connell Street. I don't know what. And they're like, they're trying to make it the Cleary score. It's like no amount of fucking gentrification or capitalism is ever going to make this street chic. No, because no. Because you need to start again. Just put a fucking lazy river or something down it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's regenerate. Anyway, what was I even shouting about? What was I talking about? That terrible street, O'Connell Street. Yeah, but what goes on? So, Big Brother, something. Oh, yeah, so it, was in, it was in some, what's the name of the fancy? And it's so ironic that they tried to have a fancy hotel on O'Connell Street. I'm like, are you having a fucking laugh? Is there a fancy hotel yeah, on O'Connell Street? Yeah, they tried to make a fancy. Yeah, it's like a fancy hotel. It'd be like, St. Pancreas in London. I can't remember what it's called. But it's a fancy hotel. So they had auditions there. And um, they asked me to go. So I was like, they're after asking me to go to this audition. Like, I'm fucking in. Do you know? Yeah. Like, you know, when like Louis Walsh was like, oh, Lindy and Coyle, we're doing a girl band. Like, it's kinda, yeah. you know, she was fucking in. Like, I thought, oh my God, this is it. And I did want to do it at the time. But like, looking back now, I'm like, that would have been the end of my life. I would not have been ready. I still wouldn't be ready to be like ridiculed. And, yeah. But I, oh my God, I'd actually have an yeah. ADB. Like, but um, so I went to the audition and it was just so fucking weird. Like, it was totally like they have you in groups and like you're doing all these tasks and it's like you know like kind of nearly like team building exercises but like all these producers are watching you and they literally like hey if we we tap you on the back of the neck you just leave you're out you're gone what oh yeah it's like a social experiment oh babe it was so weird it sounds like my dyslexia test (laughs) duck duck goose yeah literally duck duck goose but it's all these like you know wannabes like narcissistic hopefuls like yeah of course dreams absolutely like smashing like but your man came up to me and he tipped me on the back of the neck and I was like no and he was like like no babe, you're like, out you're <gasps> it's over for you and I was like no this must be a mistake 
I was like, I was like, you asked me to come here. And it was like, yeah, but now we're asking you to leave. So you have to go. You know, it's like, you know, when you get kicked out of a session. Yeah. And you're like, for fuck's sake, I had hours left in me. Like, it felt like that. I'll never forget. I ran out onto the street roaring, crying. This only a few years ago. It's like 20, maybe ooh, 17. I ran out into the street roaring, crying, jumped on the bus home. And I was sobbing uncontrollably. Aww. And uh, I got up to get off and there was this woman and she was obviously just like, is he well? Like, he's obviously not well hotel in the slightest. <laughs> and she just kind of like put her hand up on me. I was walking past her and she just goes, it'd be all right, son. And then that obviously, <laughs> said, that set me off even yeah, more. Yeah, it would. <laughs> you know, you know, like in the X Factor when it's like some absolute hopeless. I auditioned for the X Factor. Did you, babe? I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't fucking win it with all your manifestation yeah. powers. What did you think? Uh, I sang a Sam Smith song. A what? A Sam what? Smith. Sam Smith what? song. I'm pretty sure it was like songs. Latch or something. And Babe, they, that wasn't even that long ago. They, I know. Latch this is the worst. Latch. I was in maybe fourth year, fifth year. That's so cute. And I went and they like separate you into like groups. And the weirdest thing was, is the whole experience. Like one, like this girl in front of me that went in and she was like, I swore I heard fucking Beyonce in there. I was like, <laughs> I literally looked at my ex-boyfriend at the time and I was like, not a hope. And I was like, not a hope. What, she was amazing. She was incredible. And right. she came out and she was like, no. And what? I was like, so I went in there just like kind of taking the piss anyway. But they like divide you into groups. So they call these numbers and then like everyone in the in the number doesn't get in, like the group that you're in. And then like the next group, like people, everyone gets in. So it's very like thought out. So they'll call right. these things and they'll just be like, no, no, no. But the girl in front of me, once I heard her sing, I was like, no. I just looked at her and I was like, no, this is not, this is not for me. So I, I genuinely, I was so nervous that I couldn't even like try. And there's like four people sitting in front of you, people that you don't know. It's yeah, not like Simon Cowell like... sitting in front of you. There's like four people so what, that you don't know. So it was just producers? Yeah, just sitting in front of you. Oh and, um, but you had to send a video in and then I feel like what they did is they looked at the videos and they like divide you from the videos or something, but they still said no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I all... don't know. I don't know. It was very. Isn't it just honestly though, I feel like, like just the whole reality TV thing and like that, like auditioning and like your self worth and like, it's so fucked. Yeah. yeah. Like it really is fucked. Mm -hmm. Like I remember, um, Fanula Moran, we were supposed to do a piece for, um, evoke I think it was about like my experience in reality TV and like how did that affect my self-esteem because it actually really did like 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 especially said, Irish reality TV yeah on Twitter like they rip apart the people on Room to Improve yeah. my friend's mom and dad were on uh, Room to Improve I and like they were ripping into them on Twitter being like oh the relationship is fake and all oh, your one's so annoying yeah, like horrible horrible things saying about their appearance and stuff that's awful because like they're not like you know hopefuls like real like love island hopefuls they're no just they just want just to want to fucking stunning gaff yeah do you know the kind of way like yeah yeah that's like sure yeah. with first dates and stuff like people can be horrible to people on first dates fair mm. fucks that anyone who goes on yeah first dates do you know it's Jesus like Christ, it's a, like it's such a like a, so vulnerable. such a crack yeah such yeah. crack like if I, I wish single, my like, mom was, would go on that your mom oh my god she not, she no, my brother signed her up and she got him like a whatever yeah, callback. Call yeah. But she was like, I'm absolutely not doing that. She, oh, she would be she would so be funny. Iconic, yeah, but she'd have to watch her mouth. No, but they see the thing is it's produced. So like editors edit it. Yeah, of fine. course. It's fine. She will say something offensive, but they'd edit it out. So. She got yeah, oh. like the most offensive woman you'll ever meet in your life. Oh, she kept being like to my daughter. She'd be like, oh, chubby legs, chubby legs. Gonna give you an eating disorder. Gonna give you an eating disorder. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay. Fuck her up, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going, mommy. That's gas. What time are we at? Sorry, yeah, we probably should we wrap over up. It? Yeah. Right. Oh, guys. Guys. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh, guys, I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah, no. Will we go for a drink? Have we been talking absolute shite? Yeah, absolutely. But that's like, what it's all about. That's what, that what it's all about. Will we go for a margarita? I'm dying. I'd for love a margarita. margarita, but yeah, I have to go home sure. to pump because I'm going to an event tonight. Oh, oh. What's on, babe? Rimmel. Oh, Rimmel my. event. Guys, thanks so much for having me. It's oh, my so God. Such a pleasure. My first wow. ever podcast. Yeah. And you did amazing. Sorry. Oh, amazing. thank you, girlies. Okay, love you so much. Bye. Icons. Goodbye.